We also have not tried to do it during the time that we're in right now. Exactly. So we also have all this mental weight and baggage that I'm sure you're feeling as you're listening to this or watching this. and welcome back to The Uncertain Times. I'm Caroline Zook. I'm Jason Zook. And this is our show where we just talk about how we're navigating all this craziness that is afoot in the world right now. Yeah. Because yeah. it's weird. It's weird times and that's okay. We're gonna get through it together, but here's how we're getting through it. How are we getting through it? Yeah, uh, before, we get, other, before we get together, started, just as a reminder, we run two businesses right now, Wandering Aimfully, which is a coaching program and then Tea Tree, which is an online course platform. We have a couple other things sprinkled here and there, but much like you, probably just trying to figure out like where do you need to spend your time because maybe you only have a couple hours a day or what have you. So we wanted to talk about kind of the big thing that's looming for us and then how that's impacted everything. And then I have a couple of just little notes for us to go over. Notes, I, I myself, he just told me when to show up, when to sit here. And Listen, I was like, I don't know what we're gonna talk about. You're, you're just the good hair for the show. You know, everyone knows this. You're the good hair. You did your own haircut. <laughs> I did, I did. Let's just get into that. Okay. I was starting to feel any of my people with hair out there will know, yeah, will yeah. feel this. I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram like, what are we gonna do about haircuts? And I'm like, nothing. You know, nothing. Just, it's fine. I was just starting to feel the ends were getting grody. I, I hadn't had a haircut in quite a while before all the right. quarantine started. And so right. I just had this moment where I was like, I'm really sick of it. And so I looked at many a YouTube video on right. how to cut off your dead ends. And I was very conservative. So if you're thinking to yourself, your hair doesn't look that great. It looks still like you have split ends. I do, but quite a bit of it is gone. Yeah. It's just, I didn't want to go too far. Now, if you're just listening to this on the podcast and you can't imagine what her hair looks like, think of it as looking amazing and then subtract. Well, I don't know what our scale is. Make 10, one up. 20? 10 to 20. <laughs> subtract 10. <laughs> just 10 subtract to 20. Subtract 10 to 20 good points. Yeah. And that's what it looks like. Sure. I mean, I think it looks great, so that's fine. Uh, okay, let's talk about last week things got derailed and we had a pretty rough day. All the days are like years here, well, so let this me is just true. remember what this happened is last true. week. So last week, we got derailed. We, uh, two weeks ago, kind of came together and we said, all right, what, did, what does the next amount of time look like for us? Um, our tea tree business, it, it kind of runs itself, which is really nice. So people sign up for trials. There's a two week period. They get pitched on becoming a paying customer. They Product-led use... growth, am I right? Yeah, it's a software product. So it, it kind of sells itself, which is really nice. Especially right now, people are moving online courses and membership programs and things. So we've been very fortunate that tea tree has kind of been able to self-sustain uh, on its own. But Wandering Aimfully, our coaching program, does not self-sustain. It doesn't have a good built-in engine. There's no sales funnel, quote unquote, that works very well. And we just kind of knew that. A coaching program, it's very difficult for it to kind of run that self-sustain. we do have a sales funnel. It's just not at the acceleration yeah. that you need in order to make up for you know, people canceling and things in this time, which we totally understand. And it's just a, a expected thing of doing business. So right. the question is, how do we shift our attention in order to pour more energy towards the um, coaching program that we need to kind of build up in order to then have more time to work on Tea Tree? It's a constant this and that situation. She's flailing her arms in the air if you're not watching, if you're listening, <laughs> just so you know. A constant this and that looks a lot like, you know, kind of doing the Macarena but upside down. I just mean like, like half you know what I mean. Every time we yeah. shift energy into one, 
that's great. And then we have to shift it back to the other. And that's just, we do this like juggling act and that's just what it means to be an online business owner. Okay. So what I was getting to was a couple of weeks ago, we sat down and I basically said, Hey, our wandering aimfully monthly recurring revenue with our coaching members and our unlimited folks and et cetera, we're, we're getting to this place. We'd already seen it coming. We'd mapped out the entire year's cash flow for wandering aimfully, but obviously we didn't plan for a pandemic and we didn't plan for all this to really disrupt everything that we were doing. So I just said we had planned to do this May launch, to do this bigger push, the last coaching push of the year that we wanted to do because our program is six months long. So there, you know, there's really about seven or eight months after May and we didn't wanna keep pushing it because we wanna be done coaching at the end of this year. Absolutely, we also have been wanting to launch our affiliate program for a while now and it made sense to align that affiliate launch with, um, and for those of you, who do not know and affiliate launch is just people who are already inside of our program who want to be advocates for it and try to get other people signed up and then they get a commission off of that. Um, and so we were gonna launch that program, but we thought it made sense to align it with a bigger launch. So that was gonna be our May launch. Yeah. Back over to you. So, you know, this launch model for products and memberships and things is obviously very common if you live in this space, if you exist in this space. If not, it basically just means for two weeks, we're really gonna focus on our email list, getting pitched emails to buy. We're gonna do some video stuff and do some things. But nonetheless, there's just a lot of moving parts to a launch. And so we had to sit down and figure out how does that all work? How does that all fit? And then what you don't wanna do, and this is the mistake so many people make when they're launching anything, it doesn't matter whether it's a coaching program, a course, software, whatever, is that you don't do any pre-marketing. You don't build any buzz. They just go right into sales. Or like they spend the whole four weeks leading up to it building their product or work, tweaking the sales page to no end, and they're not letting their audience know that this launch is coming. They're not, and if, in fact, if anything, they're pulling back on public content because all their energy is going into the product. We've been guilty of this ourselves in the past, but what you really wanna make sure you do is you're still showing up for your people, you're still being visible, you're still, um, doing, de delivering value first and foremost, and not not in necessarily with the intention of, oh, I'm gonna deliver value so that people then buy in the end. No, it's just about reminding people that you're trustworthy, reminding people that you want to help them and um, not becoming completely invisible right before the most important time yeah. in your business. So the idea was to sit down and go, okay, what does this plan look like? And six months ago, when we had made, you know, created this plan, we had this podcast series we were gonna do with all this stuff, and that all just went to shit because everything that happened happened. So now we tried to recalibrate and go, okay, we're not feeling necessarily like we want to do a launch, but we know for our business to sustain and for us to be able to have money to continue to live, uh, we have to do it. It's just a necessary evil for the way that we run our businesses and what we do. And so how can we do that so that it feels A, good in the way that we do it. It doesn't feel like we're trying to be opportunistic or prey on anybody's fears or anything right now. And then B, what do we want to do? This is a question we come back to all the time. When you run your own business, you tend to fall into these traps of, well, I guess I'll do marketing this way. Well, I guess I'll create content this way. That's and what I'm supposed to do. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, and, and you end up doing things and then halfway through or three quarters of the way through, you're just upset and you don't like what you're doing. And so we sat down and we started talking about all these different ideas and all these different things. And we came up with a very standard plan. It was just, we're gonna do four weeks of helpful informational emails, blah, blah. And I think I sat up on the couch as we were talking about this and I was like, but do we have to do that? Like, 
can we just do something different? Can we do something that feels maybe more exciting to us? Like that would probably work, but what's something we could do that just feels really different? Yeah, and I don't know how much we got into it last episode, but we had- Last had... episode that was like 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Right. But we had this idea, the thing that gets us the most fired up is is practical advice for people. It's not pontificating, it's not writing helpful emails that are sort of abstract and can apply to everyone. Jason loves every Monday morning being in Slack and helping our coaching people with really tactical things. I love every month working on the coaching sessions, using people as examples because I know it's gonna help their business. And so the idea that we came to was this video series and email series where we actually take a person's business from start to finish of all the things that we would tell them inside of our coaching program, how to improve their business. So I think we did talk about that last week, but um, we did a familiar thing I'm, I'm realizing what why we got derailed but, now. Yeah, it's yeah, coming back to me. Yeah. We did a thing that we do very often, which is we bit off more than we could chew. Right. So let me just remind everybody of the plan because maybe you forgot because it was 300 years ago when we <laughs> recorded last week's episode. Our idea is we want to create a weekly case study where we take someone from our community, we look at their business, and we reimagine what we would change based on what we come up with now are five critical steps for everyone's business. Do you know what the five steps are? Off the uh, top of your head? Getting the foundation clear. Do your hand. Yeah. Why are you holding my hand? I want to do this. <laughs> getting the foundation clear. Uh huh. Uh, making sure your castle is in order, your product. Right, your product or your offering, if you have a service. Uh, ooh, this is this coming is like up with your marketing. Very your, good, your, your marketing your, bridges. Your promotion. Yep. This is your... Um, you got it. It's your ongoing, like, serialized content. Content. Content very good, strategy, very good. audience building. Audience building. And then the last one is you're evaluating your website. Your website. Bring so good to go over those a little with a little bit more clarity. Getting the foundation for your business, making sure your product or service is in order, having a promotion plan, getting your audience building. audience building set up, my brain can't think, and then evaluating your website. Those are the five really critical pieces. And we did just, such a good job. I was job. doing a quick palm test. He's sweaty because I put him uh, on the spot. Well, I'm sweaty no matter what. Okay, I mean, true. it's just in true, general. True, true. So anyway, we came up with this checklist. We started to apply it. We sent out a survey to our email list. We got a bunch of replies, which was so great. And we sat down to start going over this and then things went poorly. <laughs> and that's yeah. when we kind of had this moment where we had to sit back and go, what are we doing right now? Can we fit this in? And I think if we can be honest, you kind of had a little bit of a breakdown and yeah, but I want to be honest. No, we can be honest, but you always use this word breakdown and anyone who is out there, you know why this is a touchy subject. Breakdown is okay. so subjective. It's not it's like I was a, in a corner like like hovering and like no, crying. I, I, and like, I don't bring it up to at all criticize you. No, I'm, I don't I bring mean, it up. I'm I want, being lighthearted. It doesn't actually hurt my feelings. Right, but I want people to understand that we're going through these things right yeah, now. So like if you listening or watching this have had a quote unquote breakdown, however you want to define that, I just want people to know that we're experiencing that as well. Absolutely, but I think what's more important is let's share exactly what happened. A couple of things, not what happened, but like a couple of reasons of like lessons that we learned. Number one, we learned that I didn't realize, uh, so one of our first major hurdles happened when we were trying to evaluate, we had picked the, the people whose businesses we were going to um, work on, and we tried to have this meeting in order to evaluate their business together. Right. And it was this very like, um, if you guys have ever done like, I call it like thought work, like any like strategic, very thinking heavy, very problem solving type of work. 
I cannot do that work in a collaborative environment. I have to be by myself, think through things so I don't have to communicate them and walk somebody else through all my thought processes, but to really like figure it out and then present it and say, hey, here are the solutions that I came up with. That is how my brain works. I didn't fully understand that until we have this big kind of br breakdown in communication. <laughs> And I, we went on a walk after, this is always what happens. We have some type of thing that blows up. And a little dust up. A little dust up, a little tussle. And we, not physical tussle. And we just go, what happened? Like, what? how did that just escalate? And so what I realized was that exact thing I shared with you guys. I do not work well trying to collaborate on that type of work. So we had to adjust on the fly and say, okay, we're, this is, you, you're very good at doing this new thing where you're like, this is a new process. So like, it's okay that we don't have it figured out right off the bat. It's also A, a new process. Like we've never done these type of like exactly. in-depth case studies, these five steps that I can't remember. But B, we also have not tried to do it during the time that we're in right now. Exactly. So we also have all this mental weight and baggage that I'm sure you're feeling as you're listening to this or watching this. And so you have this whole layer on top of it. And I joked with you the other day, not to derail this conversation, but I think it's a fun aside, is that I, I was watching The Rock on Instagram, as probably most of us are, and he was, <laughs> someone asked a question like, how are you and your wife dealing through this time? And he was like, I'll be honest, like it's difficult. There are a lot of moments where there's more tension, there's more difficulty in communication. And we're just trying to say, hey, like this is a weird time. And so let's not judge this situation based on what we would normally judge as, we have to see it as what's going on right now. And I think the yeah. point, the, the real like honest point that I wanted to articulate by saying that you had a breakdown was again, just to have everybody understand, you would never really have a, like a like an emotional breakdown while we were going through a thought exercise. If anything, you would just get frustrated, we go for a walk and we figured it out. Right. This brings its whole level of emotion and difficulty and, you, you hit up all these mental barriers that you can't get through normally because there's so much other stuff that you don't even see that's affecting you. Absolutely. So I think that was my point. So Great anyway, point. everything, all of that wrapped up. What we decided was when we sat down yeah. and we were looking at and thinking about, okay, you had like three days to finish this case study. And well, that's the other thing I wanted to share. So well, the first part was the, the realizing that, you know, that we had to change the process. The second part was realizing we had put ourselves on too tight of a time deadline and we yeah. do this We've done this in the past and we have processes in place, but we're just too ambitious when it comes to projects. We know that about ourselves and it will probably be something that continues to challenge us for the length of our career and that's okay. Um, it just means that we wanna do really good work and we wanna deliver stuff that goes above and beyond what you're not used to seeing and that's just what it is. Um, but what you did was you sat me down and said, because I was like, we were coming up against a time crunch. There was like three days left. I really wanted it to be good. I was working on this video and you were like, okay, guess what? Change of plans. Like this is not worth you having a mental breakdown. This is not worth you being so stressed out on top of everything else you're feeling right now. So what did we do? And we also, I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> you podcast listeners can't see my face right now, but cute. It was good, it was good. Um, so we changed our um, yeah. strategy a little bit. And, yep. and as we always do, we just communicate with our audience and we're just really honest. So instead of starting our case studies, um, you know, on Monday, you, we basically- It would have been this week as this video goes this, up. This Monday, you, you basically wrote this monster post outlining the five things, which in hindsight, I'm so glad we did because now people are going to have a foundation to go through the videos and see like the process that we're doing. Yeah. Um, so we still delivered value and we felt like we- um, I mean, we delivered a ton of value. Well, a ton that, of value that, and still, yeah. that was my thing is like, I never want to just throw up my hands and say, 
I can't do this. I always wanna come up with, okay, well, what's the solution where I get the space that I need to make this really great, but that we don't just neglect a promise that we made to our audience, which was to expect this thing. Yep. And so we sent out that, it seemed to really resonate with people. And now that I have more space and time, I'm excited about the project again, because I have the actual mental capacity to do it. Yeah, so if you're lost and you're like, wait, but what are you guys doing to lead up to this launch? I will remind you. So for the next three weeks, we are going to release a case study where we reimagine someone's business going through the five steps that I terribly uh, reminded you of. No, you did a great job. And we are recording a video, you're creating a keynote, you're redesigning a homepage, we're going over their whole strategy. And we're turning them into a blog post. We're turning it into a blog post. And the idea is to say, okay, this first one, um, and it may be up by the time you see this or it may come out in a few days if you watch this right away. The, the first person we're working with is a copywriter. And so how are we helping her reposition her business right now so that she can grow and attract the right clients? So yes, it's specific for her, but also if you zoom the lens out, if you're a person who sells services, whether that's design, copywriting, whatever, you should be able to take a lot of tactics and practical advice from what we do for her so that you can see yourself in her shoes and, and in the changes that we wanna make. And the beauty of that series is that A, you're going to get to see how much practical knowledge that we have and that we offer inside our coaching program. Each one of the five steps basically has its own coaching uh, series that we already filmed that you get access to inside the program. So again, we're like showing not telling the benefit of joining coaching and also if you, Truthfully, the, going through the five things is no small task. Um, it does give you step-by-step -step instructions of like, okay, here are the things I need to work on, but it's hard to execute on those things in a vacuum by yourself, especially working from home, especially during these times. So our hope is also that you get this action plan, but you also say, you know what? It is time for me to kind of join a community and you know, have Jason and Caroline to help me through this and to have other business owners to help me through it as well. Yeah. So that's our showing, not telling marketing lead up to the coaching launch. Yeah, and if all things, you on know, May align, 18th, by the way. Yeah, if all things align and you watch those videos, if you're on our email list and you watch those case studies or you go and you subscribe now, there's a link in the description, you wanna do that. Um, that's great, we'd love to have you. But if you just watch it and you get a ton of value and you don't have money to pay us right now to join our coaching program, that's great too. We, we wanna lead with value. We wanna deliver something where it's not like, hey, here's a sneak peek and you only get it if you buy. It's like, here is all of the things that we teach and know. And hopefully you can take something from this, but if you also want everything that Caroline just said, great, then joining our coaching program for the rest of this year is gonna be the right fit for you. Well, I think that's also the benefit of when you actually practice what you preach and you actually have a depth of knowledge and experience to share with people is that you're not stingy with what you give away because literally this video is going to be 20 to 30 minutes long and there is still an hour plus of content that, that we share inside of, well, more than an hour plus, but anyway, way deeper content that we share inside our coaching program so I'm not afraid of giving away that for yeah. free. I mean, we talk about this all the time. If, if this is one tip that you can take away from this video is our entire strategy for growing our customers and, and gaining revenue is to give away 90% of what we know. Yeah. Maybe 95% of what we know. And if that builds trust with people and that has them see us as people that they can believe know the answers to their problems, then the extra 5% is worth whatever money we ask people to pay us. And we have seen that work in spades for years. And I think so many people are afraid to give away their knowledge because they'll go, oh, well, people won't pay me. Well, the people that aren't gonna pay you aren't gonna pay you anyway. So give away as much as you can, build that trust, and people will reward you with their dollars. 
Cool. Little tip. So, do you have more stuff you wanted to talk about on your notes? I do. Uh, I do. I, I, but I hope that... Because I had something I wanted to talk about as well. Uh, I hope that that kind of wraps up just so you guys understand how we're thinking about, you know, this launch that's upcoming. I think we'll probably talk more about it next week. And then as we get closer, as Caroline mentioned, it's going to be May 18th a two week launch. So maybe next week we'll save some more stuff. If you have any questions about uh, launching right now, selling anything right now, if you want us to answer those, feel free to leave a comment and we can get back to those as well. But what's your thing? And then we can come back to mine. Well, my thing is more of like a bigger, my quarantine lesson of the week. Okay, go for it. What's your quarantine lesson of the week? The thing that I think a lot of um, just this whole weird situation has brought up like a lot of self growth and, and things to think about. But the, the main one that I've been thinking about this week is just how this whole situation is forcing us all to be very present in this moment. And I know like people have been talking about that, so you may have seen it other places, it's not a groundbreaking thought. But for example, I was realizing how much of our, just my daily thoughts were about this Europe trip that we were gonna take, that we still hopefully are going to take next year. We're planning to live in Europe for a year. But like how much of it was about like where are we gonna live and so excited and what what places are we gonna go to and what are we gonna pack and how, how what are we gonna do with all our stuff? And it made me realize how often in our lives we we live in the future. Mm -hmm. Like we just like project and we look forward to things. And I think that's great because it can get, bring us a lot of joy. But when you have that stripped away, you look at what your daily life is around you and you go, well, I better also cultivate joy in my life right now today because that future isn't guaranteed. That thing that I'm looking forward to could be canceled in a heartbeat, um, you know. So it's something that I've taken a lot of gratitude in is yes, you know, I'm looking forward to Europe whenever that happens, but I'm grateful for our house now. I'm grateful for our routines now. I'm grateful for each other, how much we make each other laugh. I'm grateful for like all the work that we've put into developing routines that we really like and that really work for us. And so I just, I'm, I'm focusing on being present and just because I do this thing now where I'm like, well, what's Europe going to be now right. that the whole yeah. world is falling apart? What, what are we going to do for Christmas? What are we, are we going to see our families? And it's like, Nobody knows. Yeah. And so I, what's the point? What I think is really interesting about this is like, you're now experiencing how I've looked at the world almost my entire life. Well, I know, but you're- No, but I'm not, I'm just saying like, I just think that's interesting that you finally can kind of see the way, like we always have these discussions where Caroline's like, hey, we're gonna do this thing in like six months. Like, are you at all worried about it? And I'm like, I, I'm not. And it's not because I'm not a worrier. It's just, I, I don't even think about it. Like yeah. I've obviously thought that we're gonna do that thing, but I'm not spending any mental energy because I'm just trying to live right now and do whatever we're doing right now. And I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying that that's how I've always thought. Yeah. And so I think this has been kind of not a source of friction. We haven't any breakdowns about it, everybody. There's been no dust ups. We need to come up with a different <laughs> word for breakdown. But there, you know, it's just been something that, that I have always, that's how my brain has worked. And, and I do, I agree with you. Like I, I have tried to, to have so much more gratitude every day for the simplest of things, because I think we've all had little things we haven't been able to buy or go and do or whatever. And you start to realize like, stuff's not that important anyway. And you take importance, you take stock of the things that are important, that are life-giving, that are interesting, that are fun, like our relationship together, the movies that we like to watch on Saturdays, the bread making that I'm doing now. Like I'm so happy to have a lot of those little things. And if I can't go to like a nice restaurant and experience different food that I haven't had before, I gotta be okay. I'm, I'm a little bit bummed, but also like the rest of life is really great without that thing. So just a small, small example. All right, cool. That was a good lesson, babe. Thank you. Uh, okay, so I want to wrap this up, this episode up here with 
uh, talking about taming egos. Mm. And I think that this- You're gonna tame your ego finally? This is a, <laughs> impossible. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what that voice or face impossible. was. Impossible. Um, this is one of the things that I think is really interesting. For those of you who listen to this podcast or watch this on YouTube, um, we're so grateful for you because you're the people that we want to spend time with. You're the people that we have cultivated and created this little group of over the past couple years, and we are so happy to have you. And I think so often our monkey brains, like I'll go to these videos, especially these uncertain times videos, and it's like a couple hundred views. It's nothing. And like my buddy Matt Diavella, 2.5 million subscribers on you. Like he uploads a video and within a second he has more views than we have on a video that takes, you know, a year. And you, your ego immediately is like, oh, we're not as good as Matt and all this. But then I think about that and I'm like, but I, I actually really don't want that amount of subscribers. I don't want that amount of views. I don't want the, and I'm not gonna, I, I don't mean to call it spam just in general, but I don't want like all of the spam viewership that comes along with it. I want the people who care. I, I want, 500 people or 300 people or 200 people who love these videos and look forward to them. And I'm so happy with that. And I think it's so easy for us to get wrapped into these traps of more and growth and, and all this stuff when you don't actually think about, well, what does it mean to have all that stuff? And I'm not saying that my buddy Matt is unhappy. I think he's very happy. He's cultivated an amazing community. He's very fortunate to be a YouTuber. Like you read through the comments and there's not a lot of bad comments, which is amazing. But I think for us, one of the things that I just keep coming back to is I see these lower numbers than a lot of people get, but I'm also just kind of like, it's fine. I'm, right. I'm happy with it. We run the lives and businesses that we want. We run the businesses that we want. We have the lives that we want. And that's fine. like my ego just needs to like sit aside and we can just keep doing what we're doing. And so I kind of bring that up as maybe there's something in your life or in your business right now where you, you see lower numbers or you have a small email list or you don't get any views or your Instagram isn't growing or whatever, but is there a group of people who's there now that is providing you the life that you want or the business that you want, then that's enough and that's okay. Or maybe you just have like a little incremental growth you need to get to that place and that's a lot less work to get there than it is to have this huge, tremendous growth that doesn't really matter. Couple of thoughts on that, because I totally agree. First of all, I do think that part of it for you is that you edit these and you put do the whole setup and you do audio. So I think part of it is like creative input to then like it's like and yeah. end result, right? Listen, so I, get I know that. and I know these videos specifically, there is intentionally no editing. There is no B-roll thrown on top, there's no cutting everything out because I just want it to be an honest conversation, so I'm okay with that. But I I think I, your ego was just... No, no, no. No, no I know. I'm just saying But like, what I was... No, I was agreeing with you and I was yes-anding in that we have other videos that have a ton of editing, a ton of things. I know, but here's what's interesting is that's your ego right now trying to justify like... Probably. You're trying to tell people like, oh, don't worry. Like, I know they're not edited. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. that's your ego talking, which we'll is fine. It. Okay, I'll tame it. Um, <laughs> but like, we all have it. Like, it's not something that you're ever going to not have. But I think being able to recognize it and going you know, why, why do I feel this way? So I think it's good that you even brought that up as a thing of just knowing, because that was the first thing I was going to bring up about it is it takes constant kind of reining it back in. Yeah. Right. And it just takes practice and it takes, um, you know, uploading an Instagram post and just putting the phone away and not looking for what the result is and going on to the next thing. And, um, we talked about this in our March coaching session that was all about mindset. And for me, one of the big antidotes to something like, you know, ego or comparison or getting caught up in the numbers is just finding that intrinsic motivation. So it's instead of looking for the validation in the view count or the like count or the reaction or the email responses, that's the external validation. It's the response 
try to find some type of deeper why into why you're doing it in the first place and focus on that. Make that the measure of success. So the fact that we sit down and share a conversation that's open and vulnerable every week, that's the win, right? The fact that we, you know, it's like write our newsletters and it's a form of expression for us to sit down and write and to get better at a skill. Um, For me, social lately, like I took a long break after plaques and like everything and now I'm getting back into it. And for me, it's the creative process of, can I make this stand out? Can I make an interesting graphic I haven't seen before? Can I make it really um, helpful? And it's just, it's all about that intrinsic motivation. And then as much as possible, train your brain to just set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. And just know you have to trust in the fact that if you're going to continue to crank out content, that is going to eventually bring you growth instead of focusing on the metric of every single little thing. Yeah. Okay, you tamed when you go. You did a good job. Did I tame it? Uh, all right, I want to finish this with a question for those of you who watched all the way through to the end. I'm curious. Um, do you have a favorite TikTok account that you're watching right now? Or are you so, going to get into TikTok? No, I'm not. You're not sold uh, on it yet? I, I'm not going to. We, we've had this conversation multiple times where Caroline will, like, she'll watch some TikTok videos, she'll show them to me, and then she'll be like, do we need to start a TikTok account? I, and, I always say I, jokingly. But yeah, for sure. We're not going to because we just don't no, need any I mean, we might. For sure. I'm <laughs> not, I, nothing's off the table. But I just think it's funny because it's one of those things where it's like, like you see an opportunity, you're like, yeah, we could be funny on there. We could do the thing. But also we have such little time and energy for everything that we're doing that it's just like one more thing to That's think about. That's why the only reason why I would join TikTok is not as an opportunity, but as like an outlet for fun and yeah. joy. Because yeah. I... But why don't we do that on me, Instagram? Because TikTok is the place for it. Um, oh, okay. Begrudgingly, I downloaded the app. This is like many months ago. And I would just like, guys, I don't know what type of like time space continuum like this. <laughs> they've they, created. They've created in this app. But like, I can just be watching them. And like, all of a sudden I'm like, two hours are gone. Like, what <laughs> happened? And and a lot of them are stupid and dumb. But like, it's just something about the time quality yeah. and the fun. And, and some people are really creative on oh, there. Oh, for sure. And um, like I found like a new like comedian guy and he like edits himself talking to himself and yeah. it's really fun. So anyway, I'm not putting off the table and I don't care if people think we're stupid. I will n- I will say this. If we do a TikTok, we're not going to do all the dances. Yeah, we're, we're going to do we're our own dancers. thing. We're not dancers. We're, but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just thought it, I thought it was fun because I'm sure so many people are now like, you know, you're distracting yourself with things. Like Judy so, Dench. Did y'all see Judy Dench with her grandson <laughs> on TikTok? Like... I understand that if aliens came down, they'd be like, what are what y'all doing? What is going on? Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Just, I, I just think like in times like this, you can't, you cannot hold back joy. Yeah. Like just anything that brings joy, like don't judge it. Don't just, just let it happen, man. Yeah. And just try and find those things. That's why I brought it up. Cause I just thought it'd be fun if you guys want to leave comments with your favorite TikTok accounts or videos that you found. Uh, we'll check some of them out uh, and, and we'll resist the urge to get on there. Uh, okay. That's all I have. I don't have anything else. We're keeping this episode a little bit shorter. Um, this was shorter? Oof. Well, yeah, it was a little bit shorter than, than the last hey, one. I can see those palm trees over there. Yeah, you can with your, your improved vision. That doesn't really mean I got, to anybody. For those of you who don't know, I got glasses at the beginning of this year, and uh, I c- couldn't see stuff for well, 10 years. Well, you had glasses know. before, but you had, this is a whole long it's story. It's a whole thing. Anyway, I just wanted you to know I can you could see, see stuff, the trees. and it's great. That's a great thing to it's end It's gratitude. With. Yeah. Uh, All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in, uh, listening on whatever podcast player or watching here on YouTube as uh, as I'm pointing to the camera and acknowledging you. Also, if you haven't yet, we don't say it a lot, be sure to subscribe because truly these videos are 
going to be really helpful for you if you're a business owner. You're talking about the upcoming case study videos? Yeah, the growing through it videos. So um, that is content that is coming. And if you don't want to miss it, make sure you're subscribed. All right, do that. And we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week with some more uncertain times in like 700 years from now because that's how long it takes. It'll feel like it. Okay, Bye. bye.